The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News is the place to be for all your gaming needs with the latest news, guides, walkthroughs, and reviews. Like this week's featured article reviewing all reviewing the all-new Lego game, Brick Tales. And be sure to check out the weekly Shack Chats where you can join in on all the discussions using the Shack News Cortex. So if you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Shack News and at Shack News. <laughs> It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world! The Big Play! Reflux Show! Welcome to the Big Play Reflog Show. What is going on, everybody? It is It is not Monday. It is Victory Tuesday here in Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome yes. to the show. I'm your host, Big Play Dave, alongside my two favorite people, Mr. Chris McNeil and Nick Padone. Chris, Victory Tuesday, we haven't had one in a while, man. No doubt. I am shocked. I'll tell you what, mark me Shot. down as somebody who did not have any faith in your Cleveland Browns, and they went in and handled our business last night. That was fantastic to see, Dave. I am pumped. Chris, be honest. I'm honest. Thoughts going into that game? Not good. <laughs> not not good. good. I didn't go up to the game because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make that trip home. I hate that trip home after the Monday night game oh, when we yeah. get slaughtered. That's a horrible drive back to Columbus, knowing that I got to wake up in a few hours and go to work. So I made the business decision to not go to that Browns game. We pay, uh, we appreciate that, Chris. <laughs> and we had yeah. free tickets. So Chris, yeah. I didn't even tell you, Brett, who gave us those free tickets, uh, he came by the Bernie Kozar show today. Oh, fabulous! He brought cookies and donuts. Oh, look at that! Yeah. The one time I don't show up to. <laughs> Miss out on donuts and cookies and all the good stuff. I'll leave it for everybody else. We got the W. That's really all that matters, right? That's right. Nick, what's going on, brother? How are you? Yeah, what's going on? Excited for the show. Excited for Victory Tuesday. Excited for our big, big play announcement. It's going to be fun. Glad Nick, we got Nick, this thing you're, off you're the such an announcement guy. You love announcements. I love announcements, but <laughs> I, I love any announcement. But I love announcements like this where, you know, it's, it's truly something special. It's something that's going on in Cleveland. It's something that we, you know, have been working on and talking about and just like honestly dreaming of for a long time that we're finally putting into motion, dude. It's going to be pretty cool. Hell yeah. All right. So tonight on the show, Cleveland Headlines brought to you by TSE. Then our featured interview, my buddy, my good friend, Mr. Timmy Van, Tim Van. Newhouse joining the show, brought to you by Labatt, big boxing agent, promoter, manager, big wig here in Cleveland. We'll be talking with him on that big announcement, and after that, we'll talk some Cavs because 
We got to talk some Cavs, Nick. Yeah. We got to yeah. talk Cavs. Let's get into some headlines. All right, Cleveland headlines brought to you by TSE. They have let us give away a ton of signed Browns gear. Tonight is no different. Chris, we have a signed Nick Chubb jersey to give away. Would you like to uh, announce that winner? And all you got to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel for your chance at the next one. You're out for this one. The fabulous YouTube channel that is growing by the day, and we appreciate everyone's support in this giveaway. And now I'm going to announce our winner, Dave. Chris, one day I'm going to load in a drum roll. We probably should do one at some point because we do give away a ton of stuff on this show. We really need a legitimate drum drum roll. But our winner is Big Smitty at Ginger Snap 4004. Congratulations, Big Smitty. That's a good one, man. That is. Talk about timing, too. After a fabulous night for Browns football, Chubb had himself a game. Then you score yourself a great jersey with autograph and everything. That's pretty sweet. All right, let's let's talk brownies because none of us expected it. We were all up late eating candy after trick-or-treating. Reactions to that game, Nick. Yeah, I mean, I was there, and honestly, it was different. It was a late-arriving crowd. I think people were like us, you know, going into the game. There was a lot of nerves. They did a real, you know, give the Browns the credit. They do such a cool pregame where they shut off all the lights. They had the bracelets on like the Cavs used to do in the playoffs. Everything was dark. They played the Michael Myers intro, and the players took the field. And I think then the players started to get into it, and I think it all really started with Miles Garrett. He set the tone defensively. I think those guys really rallied behind him after that early sack. And the Browns just have the Bengals number. That's one thing Isn't that it's is so consistent. weird. It's so, it's so weird, but it's so awesome. I love it. What do you what do you think it is? Do you think it's like we finally turned the corner and we're more legitimate? We learned how to tackle. We learned how to play an efficient game plan throughout the entire game. Or is it just the Bengals? They just can't beat us. You know what I honestly think that it is? What? I think Joe Burrow was scared of Miles Garrett. He understands that that offensive line that they paid a lot of money for isn't as good as it was advertised. And they know that I got Miles Garrett on one side, Jadavion Clowney on the other side. And then they threw in a new wrinkle yesterday of sending Alex right through the middle. I think it's something completely new. Well, it's you, something that you, Burrow you know seen. that Joe Burrow's scared because yeah. after that pick, Miles was running down the field, and Joe Burrow's just <laughs> yes, running, running away from way. him. Yep. Chris, what what was your your reaction after we only got that W? I'd be scared too. Miles Garrett comes out with the Stranger Things this week. Of course, yeah. a lot of people talking about the Halloween decor. He's done that before. It hasn't turned out well for us when he has. So there were some grumblings about that, but he got it done. Dressed like Vecna, he shows up, balls out, and then post game. He wears the uh, the high school letterman's jacket from the show as well, so he completes that entire look and, so and awesome. looks good in between on the field. I mean, that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. If you could pull it off, if you're going to have that kind of swag, you've got to have it on the field, yep. and he definitely led the way. I mean, that you guys hit it. When you're talking about what propelled us at the beginning of that game, it was us just outmanning their offensive line, 
right up there up front and giving opportunities to the offense until we could get into a flow. And then once we yep. did, the play calling looked better. We ran it the did. ball. And then we got the ball downfield. You know, it was a nice little mix. And uh, I thought it was an equation that worked very well, obviously, for us yesterday. And uh, it was one of those – we've talked about it all year long. We haven't had a game where we've imposed our will on another team. In fact, we rarely have those games. And yesterday felt like one of those games. Yep. And that was just so refreshing as a Browns fan to watch, especially, especially, guys, on a national basis. You know, when we're on that stage, there's only a handful of times you walk away a happy man. And, and last night, I was <laughs> yeah. one of those. You know? it's, it's been a while. Look at these stat lines. Chubb, 23 attempts, 101, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Miles yeah. Garrett, one and a half sacks. Cade York, after that block, I was like, this next kick over 50 yards, like if he does not make this mentally, he's just he's he's going to be in some trouble for the rest of this year. I thought perfect, Twitter would explode. Perfect kick. Yep. And it helped that his his buddy McFerrin missed one as well. Uh, Cooper five catches, one hundred thirty one yards, touchdown. I think one we. Pass. How did well, that turn? Well, no, 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 we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> that was he bad. Never thrown a ball. What his, are we doing? His first I mean, time. We're going to do something like that, right? He's never it's thrown so a ball cool. in NFL, in college, in high school, in pee wee football. I don't think he's Let's ever. Let's do thrown it on Monday ball. night, baby. Let's do it. Said he was trying to throw it away. Um, it, I, you, you, you look at these two wide receivers too in, in Cooper and DPJ. Yeah. I think that's a really, really good one, two punch. Donovan Peoples Jones is, is stepped it up significantly this year, especially with Najoku out. I'm going to give another shout out to Dave. David Bell has made some big clutch catches right. on third down in short yarded situations when you need him to make a play. He's kind of growing into that Jarvis Landry role. He's he's not anywhere close yet. Obviously, Jarvis became a, a slight Cleveland legend in a short time here, but I really think David Bell could become a player as that wide receiver three. That's also, yeah, boat. as as a slow boat. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll yeah. Hey, as long as he develops, that's fine. I don't care how slow right. the boat is. As long as he continues to Honestly, develop, like, it's rush here. Yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones, We, I think we thought he was going to be better than he was initially, and he's he's yeah. starting to live up to that. So we'll give David Bell a little bit of time. Crazy what good quarterback play will do. I also I want <laughs> From one, our backup quarterback, I insane. one more shout-out as, right. as we keep looking through some of these Brown stats. I know some people – you know, got on the the Cade York hype train, and then it seemed like that train had crashed its way Us, off the track. We did, we did. Come yeah, on. friend of show. Hater. About? We were on. We were like driving that train. Come on, we love Cade. All right, well, listen to this. Cade York last night becomes the first Browns kicker, the only Browns kicker to make two field goals of over fifty five yards in a single season as a rookie. Oh, as a rookie. Okay, I was going to say. No, period. No other Browns kicker. He's done it as a rookie, but no other Browns kicker has had more than 55-plus in a single season. Cade York's done it twice. No kidding. He's the only kicker. Wow. That's also kind of new football. I mean, yeah, to take to attempt the far kick. Yeah. It used to never happen back Dave and I started watching the game. Oh, Still, man, you, we went through some brutal post-game shows you see, in the beginning of this thing. You see some of these, uh, you know, some of these tweets of people just, you know, getting all over Cade York, you know, wanting to run him out of town. Come on. The dude has a leg. The special teams has been a disaster. And uh, I think he has been a bright spot in, in the ability to make some of those big kicks. All right, Chris, 
does last night's game change your opinion of this Browns team? Are we are we fully back in? Have they sucked us back in? It's all part of their evil plan, really. <laughs> you know, they bring you in. It, you know, it's one of those where you get your you get your excitement up. Now we've mm-hmm. got a buy, so you start to look around the division. You start to look around the AFC. You start doing that mental math of okay, how can we make the playoffs? I think there's a chance, and there's a legitimate road that we could do it. And then you know we're getting our starting quarterback. We're getting Watson back. Oh boy, things are looking good. And then all of a sudden, real life sneaks up on us. But I, you know. For right now, I'm just going to enjoy the moment, Dave. I, I've lived long <laughs> enough just to be smart enough to say, hey, take the Bengals victory. You know, I hate, I hate any time we lose to the Bengals or lose to the Steelers, those two teams in particular, because we see so many of those fans on a day-in, day-out basis, yeah. and it's nice to hold our head high around those folks. So I'll worry about our next opponent here in a couple of weeks. Right now, I'm just enjoying this win and, and i was gonna say yeah we we have two weeks to enjoy it so right. they can suck us back in we're good for two weeks we have hope <laughs> for two weeks we can't right. lose they can they can ruin everything in two weeks just let's just enjoy this while we have it that's exactly right yeah. get some guys kind of healthy here in the next couple of weeks too. get things set get prepared and and let's make a run at this yeah i mean you look at some of the guys that they could, could get healthy and get back for this next stretch of games kind of a mini season if you think about it like that with miami buffalo tampa if you go two and one in that three game stretch you're sitting pretty good but denzel ward jok david njoku i think getting those guys back on the field would be would be pretty big Chris, playoffs? Playoffs? I don't, we're not talking about playoffs. I, I wish I had my hot button right now. Playoffs. Come on. Dave, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. Yes. They don't play an opponent over uh-huh. 500 the rest of the way. That's right. We got Deshaun Watson coming back. <laughs> All playoffs? Right. Don't talk about There it playoffs? is. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right. Any any final thoughts on the Browns? We were running late, so we're going to get on through the Brownies. We got the bye week. Nothing to preview. Defense is starting to look the I'm way feeling that it should. Good. I'm feeling good, man. When they, How about these last two weeks? What has happened to the Joe Woods defense? It I mean, happened last, last week, same good, as last this year. week. They looked fantastic. Honestly, I think the man coverage was way better. Yep. I think the intensity yeah. was way better, and they actually learned how to tackle. You know who's a dog? Yeah. Speaking of tackling, Martin Emerson. He's made some I like him big, a lot. Big, big tackles. He's a tall corner too. I think he could have a bright part of this Browns defensive future. Hanford is a huge fan of Martin Emerson. Okay, that gets me even more excited yep. then. Physical. He's he's he wants Emerson to be a little bit more physical on the line. So you know, in the research that I've yeah. done on Martin Emerson, is he was one of those dudes that wasn't that highly recruited out of high school at all. Kind of fell through the cracks. Didn't go to a big named high school. He's a Florida kid, so you know how competitive is down there. Similar yep. to Ohio, so much talent. And I think a lot of teams actually viewed him as a safety because of that big. I could see build. that. Yeah. So I think that's kind of why he slipped, and then you know ultimately ended up paying dividends for the Browns. But it, because he's bigger, I think a lot of his offers came as a safety, even though he knew he was a corner at you know 18 years old. 
crazy. Yep. All right, two weeks. We're enjoying it. Yeah, two weeks. We're enjoying it, man. I, I'm. I'm. And here Twitter. Twitter is going to be great. It's 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 such a refreshing. Nothing to complain Twitter. about. Oh, people will still find something to complain about. On the internet now. What are you talking? About? People were complaining that Deshaun Watson was liking tweets during the game. Oh boy. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> it is featured interview time in the Labat Cave. Let's kick it off. Our featured interview of the week. Let's do it. All right, live in the Labat Cave, we have the one and only, my good buddy, boxing agent Tim Van Newhouse, owner of Newhouse Boxing. Timmy, your first time in the studio, baby. How we doing? First time podcast ever. I always deny getting on the podcast. <laughs> Hey, Tim, we'd love to have you on. No, 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 I'm not doing this right now. Sorry, guys. Can you email me? <laughs> Tim, how we doing, man? I'm doing good. Doing what do you What do you think about the studio? This is the first time you've been here, like, in studio mode. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's real vibrant. You know, there's a lot going on in here. All right, make sure you're talking to that mic, Timmy. There you go. There you go. There he is. There he is. All right, so let's 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 talk this. So Tim, start at the beginning. Let's start in the beginning. So Timmy is one of my good friends, and I met him, and he was one of the only boxing managers I have ever met in my life. And I'm like, who is this guy, <laughs> Timmy? Cleveland guy through and through. How how did you get started in boxing in Cleveland? Uh, just like most uh, fighters do, get started. They get you know just. Grow up in a rough neighborhood. I grew up on the west side of Cleveland and um, just always was fighting in the neighborhood. And eventually, it's a good way to learn. Yeah, eventually made my way to a boxing gym, and uh, that's what essentially saved my life. So it's 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 been it's been a hell of a journey. Okay, so you were a boxer. Yes, sir. Professional. Yes. Record. One and zero. What? <laughs> All right. We went out on top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Short and sweet, baby. And so, what made you want to take that next step to this, you know, boxing kind of kind of mogul type of role from you know managing, from agency, from promoting? Like, what made you want to step out of the ring and that lifestyle to kind of the the higher view of a lifestyle? I, I just felt like at the time when when I retired, it was it felt sort of like you know, more of a forced type of situation. And I knew that I was missing something, but I just couldn't be back in the ring. So I wanted to take that lifelong experience and that passion and to dedicate my, my life to the, to the sport. And that's the journey that I've been on and I haven't stopped. Man, you sure haven't. It's, it's been crazy to watch your career as it's evolved literally like down the street. Like me and Tim are neighbors. Like, <laughs> You don't find many big wig boxing managers within Bay Village, Ohio. Like it's not a thing. So yeah, it's it it is pretty cool. So there there haven't been many boxing events in Cleveland, which is which is kind of strange because you you think about Cleveland and some of the boxers that have come from here. It's a pretty rich history. Why why haven't we had many more events like? Talk talk about like the history of boxing a little bit here in Cleveland. Well, we've we've always produced, you know, very top elite 
amateurs and and you know the I think essentially what happens is all of these amateurs they move away when it's time to turn professional they move away to you know pro, you know more premier kind of locations California Chicago uh-huh. Westlake New York um uh Cal- you know things like that um so it's we we can't keep them here we need to figure out how to keep them here okay what so how wh- how is a a good way to keep them here obviously it's guys like you but is it, there's there's got to be a a better way to kind of promote these these kids from getting them to leave Cleveland Ohio. You have to provide a consistent promotional platform for them to be here, and that's what's been missing for a very long time. We used to have a a, a club style promoter that would keep a lot of these guys busy. Um, you know that was cl- kind of like almost two decades ago. Wow. And, and and that that gentleman was uh, Tom Vaca. And he did a tremendous job here, and no one has been able to kind of harness the mark market since his departure. Interesting, interesting. So, all right, I, I don't want to circle back, but want to know we 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 we, we, we yeah, brushed we, over yeah, we that. Brushed over we that. brushed over that. Want to know when was your fight? How old were you? And, um, and did you get a knockout, or was it a decision, split decision? Tell us about it. Yeah, it was a knockout. I turned pro, you know, after an extensive amateur career, you know, uh, because, you know, it was probably about a 12-year stint. Wow. Um, you know, competing all around the country in different parts of the world. And um, I didn't make the Olympic uh, team in 2008. So a lot of the kids that didn't make that that team turned professional and and when I turned professional, I didn't have like major backing behind me. Right. Um, and it was a little bit discouraging, you know, like when you go out in the, in the professional world and you don't have like real major backing, you're kind of confused or, you know, what direction you're going to go into. And when I turned professional, it was great because it was a hometown show. One of my, my, my good friends who's now a promoter, Ron Johnson, he promoted a show here and, um, it was at the Nautica Pavilion. Wow. It was in October, so the weather was kind of beautiful. And um, sheesh, that, I mean, I brought 300 people to my pro debut. It was crazy, wow. dude. It's on, it's on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I've YouTube. seen it on YouTube. Yeah. So it, I made my debut there. And then um, my, my, my wife now, uh, she was pregnant with uh, my daughter, Mariah. And that's when I was just like, I got to hang up the gloves, man. So yeah. I walked away from the sport. Damn. That's such a cool story, though, to go after such a long amateur career, to go 1-0 in Cleveland, nonetheless, your hometown at Jacobs Pavilion. I mean, that's a huge venue in October. And then to, to call it for your family, I think that's a pretty dope story. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was just so in love with my wife at the time too it was just like you know someone knows they, she's listening and they, and, they, and they always say you know you know what's it's crazy baby because i'm a manager now you know and, I, and i'm always like man these women like they can crush careers you know they <laughs> like they could you know they i'm like are you married you got a girlfriend a longtime girlfriend you know and and you try to keep these young kids really on track but it's you know it's 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 hard to balance the family life and you know to do that and when you're especially you're young you know you're 19 20 22 years old you know in my case I was 22 and you're trying to like really figure out what's best for your life and you have to stick to boxing full time and 
there was, you know, several top managers out there that were after me and recruiting me. Oh, yeah. But it was just, it was like, okay, I got to go move away. Go move to Las Vegas or right. go move to New York, you know, and and I don't get to, you know, be, be around my wife or yeah. my family and stuff, so... You know, you're here. It all worked out. You're here, baby. It all worked out, though. <laughs> hey, hey, Tim, where do you see boxing right now? Because it seems to be at a bit of a crossroads in terms of, you know, the professionalism. Now you've got social media stars, obviously, like Jake Paul getting into it. Where do you see boxing overall from where it was from like when I was a kid where you had Iron Mike out there beating up people and it was a big pay-per-view event to where it is now? Yeah, I, I, you know, it, that's a, it's not an easy question to answer, but I will say, like, in all cor- corners of the, of the world, boxing is huge, man, no matter what. And, you know, sometimes we get a bad rap, you know, for our sport or, you know, like corporate America doesn't really get behind us in, in, in what we're doing. But in, in, in the same sense, it's like there's so much good that this brings it, it really changes people's lives it, who you know come from the you know the, the short end of the stick yeah. and 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 through hard work you could really you know see see you know success stories risen and i i just think that when you were coming up and you were watching fighting everything was on you know uh free television now everything's premium network television or some sort of streaming company or yeah. there's like it's 50 apps that are download nowadays it's crazy Correct. so yeah so a lot of times it's hard to bring in new fans but what you're yeah, seeing is is like you're seeing through uh through this social media now that you know younger kids are really paying attention yeah now and and you're 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 getting new audiences from the likes of Jake Paul, your Ryan Garcia's, your Tank Davis's, and things like that. Absolutely, I did. I wanted to ask you about Jake Paul because obviously a, a fellow, you know, Cleveland kid, uh, fought here in Cleveland in a pro match against Tyron Woodley, who is a you know kind of decorated fighter, more so in the UFC. What do you think he's done for the sport of boxing, or as as kind of a traditionalist, you know, you are. Do you think it's a good thing what he's doing right now to kind of really promote the sport, use millions of followers to draw young eyeballs, or is it a little bit of a meme just because he's beaten up on you know some of these guys that are just you know a little bit out of their prime, not his same age, that kind of thing? Yeah, I don't think it's a meme. I mean, this guy's taking it serious, and I mean, did you see his last fight? I mean, this dude was fighting, man. Yeah. Like you could see, like he has so much heart, you know, and the the fundamentals are there now, like. When he first got in there, you 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 didn't see like some of the good fundamentals that you see now. You know, yeah. obviously he he was a big, strong, physical. His physical attributes really helped him inside the ring, right? And his yeah. power. But now it's like. But he wasn't a boxer. But and now you boxer, look at him. Now you look at him and you're like, holy shit! We're watching this together, and <laughs> you're like, his, holy his technique, shit, right? <laughs> yeah, this he, guy. Yeah, this guy is is doing big stuff, man. Really, really proud of, really, really proud of this guy because this sport is not easy. And, no, and no. I mean, for 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 him to look that good, it's uh, a compliment to his team, you know, his, his corner and and his team and his uh, and his and his commitment to the sport. Yeah, you know, he's really dedicated. All right, so he's he's in Westlake, Ohio. Full circle, we've got a big announcement. 
that we're making tonight. I've already been getting some texts while we're on the show here because it is in the title, so I forgot that. So spoiler alert. Timmy, what are we bringing to Cleveland, Ohio, specifically Westlake, here in, God, what, a month and a half? Yeah, a month and a half. We're bringing world-class boxing to Westlake, Ohio, via Big Play Boxing, you know what I mean? And um, it's going to be sensational. I... (laughs) gonna be sensational i don't even know how we kind of ended up here it's like you know (laughs) we we've always had like you know on the golf course or you know in the garage and and dave would always just be like man we gotta do we gotta do a boxing event you know and well um so we've gone to a couple here in cleveland over over the years one at mgm one at um the temple the masonic temple and we're like this is really really cool for the city but it wasn't like it wasn't the way we wanted to do it, you know? Like, so you look at some of those events, and then you look at what we want to do. This is going to be a very, very cool night for the west side of Cleveland, for all of Clevelanders, to go into Westlake, get dressed up, have a world-class boxing event of Cleveland fighters who you don't know, and you're going to... And there's How many fights are there going to be on here about? Um, we have uh, nine... About scheduled. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an event, man. It's going to be sensational, man. And, it, and it's going to be first class. I mean, like, you know, being at all of the events around the world, you know, with some of my fighters and, you know, my different colleagues in the sport and stuff. And you kind of pick up on everything that works over the years. And then you kind of you build this vision, you know, and and I think that like, <laughs> We're gonna have the best club style boxing event that you you've ever seen in the city for sure. So if you so there's a I bet you there's a lot of mainstream boxing fans out there, or maybe not even boxing fans, but who, who would just love to go sit ringside at one of these events or sit up close and actually see these boxers up close and watch these fights. We haven't really had an opportunity in Cleveland to to do that, and that's that's what Tim's bringing. To to Westlake through Newhouse Boxing, Chris, and, and these are pro fights. Like, can we just can we just like take a moment to say that they're, <laughs> they're pro fights? You know, there there's a lot of stuff going on right now on the internet with all these influencers and stuff. But Tim is bringing literal professionals to Cleveland for this event. Yeah, it's gonna be a so, great night, man. So nice so to I'm gonna need some advice for somebody myself going to a, to this fight. You know, I'm really excited. Never been to a fight like this. Never been to a fight night like this. What, what is your advice to the first timers or people who are out there listening right now, thinking about coming? Like, what's the attire like? What should they expect for the night? And then, how do you really watch boxing? What do you kind of watch for as a newbie to this world? Talk to Chris I, like he's a six-year-old. Yeah, I think newbies yeah, like it to me like I'm five. Yeah, what newbies are looking for, man? They're looking for heat. They're looking for action. <laughs> right. You know, live entertainment, like just. You know, a, a lot of vibrancy, you know, a lot of good energy, you know, pe- people are, you know, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, celebrity guests in attendance, you know, some of, you know, boxing's, you know, top personalities will be in attendance along with, you know, some of the, the, the area's, you know, top rising prospects. So people will, will be in the building dressed to impress and to just have a great night. Yeah, it's going to be fun. 
And we're going to be there. <laughs> well, the yeah. So, Nick, are we, are you going to do a little play-by-play, a little color commentary? Yeah, so we're going to stream this sucker. I think that's the most exciting part, right, is this is going to be streamed. You know, Big Play is going to bring it to you guys. It's going to be on all your typical suspect social media platforms that you're used to watching our shows, except it's going to be this first-class boxing event. You know, we're going to hop on the mic, like Dave said. I'll be, you know, providing some color commentary and just bringing that vibrance to the night. And it's going to be a fun time time it's it's really going to be something something special brewing in westlake well and we're doing it in december like in yeah. cleveland in the winter like there's so many times you get cabin fever and you you, you just yeah. you haven't Friday, gone yeah. anywhere it's just gonna be a cool night out in cleveland ohio and it's just before the holidays kick <laughs> off maybe we might have like elf ring card girls or something you know you never know <laughs> you never know everyone's gonna be in the holiday spirit you know and it's it's uh not too close to to christmas but uh perfect timing i think it's gonna be a hell of event yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun uh which um you know what are you looking forward to, I guess I want to say, that's going to make this event different? Because you talk about so many of the different cities that you've gone to, you know, during your fighting career, during your career as a promoter, as an agent, you know, with guys that you've worked with. What do you think is going to make this event so special? And what's the most the thing that you're most excited about for it? I, I think it's just our community. I mean, yeah. yes. our, like we live, you know, uh, a rock away from uh, Westlake, Ohio, here in Bay Village. And I, and I mean, by popular demand. By popular demand, everyone has said, "Timmy, it's time to put on a boxing event," and we, we, you know, we're we're, we're putting it together. We've been in talks. Like, fortunately, in Bay Village, we're we're friendly with all the top executives from from many corporations, all the young entrepreneurs that are that are thriving. Um, so we, like, we've already sold out all of, out of all of our VIP tables we we haven't even but we could today's the first announcement but we could add a couple more <laughs> <laughs> today's the first announcement in you know 22 vib tables gone yeah. like that it thanks to bay village you know yep um, so it's uh it's gonna be a hell of a night <laughs> It definitely is. What Cleveland celebrities, athletes, influencers would you want to see in the ring? And I know this is completely different, completely separate from this event. Who would you want to see? If you could name anybody. I mean, we've seen what Jake Paul's done. That's a good question. That's a very good question. Bernie versus Hanford? No, come on. (laughs) They're bros. You know what? Like, hmm. I don't like. I would like to see MGK in the ring. Okay, the reason why is because like MGK has so much energy, dude. Like if like I've been with him like live on stage before at at um, Summer Jam, and the the way he gets the crowd, like he's an entertainer, and I think like he could really do cool some cool shit in the ring, you know. So I'd like to see him in there. That'd be super. Yeah, that'd That'd be be super cool. cool. Who would MGK fight? Who would be? Cause how how tall is he? he's a he's a he's pretty tall. tall dude. Yeah, he's pretty tall. Sir Yacht, <laughs> <laughs> Chris. There you go, Chris. Chris is a tall dude. Go. Glove up, champ. Or we could do uh we could do like uh Hayden Grove. You could do singers because Hayden's a singer too. Oh, there you he's go. He's kind of a tall dude. Dude, what about Chubb, dude? <laughs> Nick Chubb. Put Nick Chubb in a ring. N- nobody would nobody would want to oh go in there. Oh my god, he'd run him over. We're not risking it. We're not risking <laughs> it. No boxing event for Nick Chubb. Damn. No. <laughs> I could see him Mike Tyson style, hands up, just <laughs> stalking you down. <laughs> All right, Timmy. 
Uh, how can people buy tickets to this this event, and when is it? Give the the who, what, where, when, why. Uh, we're going live December sixteenth. Doors open at six o'clock. You can buy tickets on Eventbrite.com/slash/NewHouseBoxing. And if you know my number or Dave's number, you could hit us up. Don't don't give it out. Yeah, don't give it out. It'll it'll be all over social media. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So uh, just looking forward to it. And uh, thanks for uh, talking me into this, Davey. Oh yeah, he, he didn't want to come on. He didn't want to come on. Tim right. Van Newhouse, everybody. We will see you December sixteenth in Westlake, Ohio. For one hell of a night in Cleveland's a big play boxing titty. All right, and we've cut Tim out like he's not even here. Tim, you can go to bed now. Peace. <laughs> All right, we are going to finish the show here with a little Cavs talk. <laughs> That's loud. <laughs> All right, we'll let Tim get out of here. One more round of applause for Timmy. I'll tell you what, I've been fortunate enough this year to do some pretty cool things, you know? Yeah. And uh, this boxing thing, I am really, really looking forward to. This is going to be fun. It's going to be something unique. It's going to be something a little different. And you guys hit on it, too. You get to December, man. Oh, yeah. You're looking for a reason to get out of the house, you know, a time away from the kiddos for a little bit and do something that's that's adult, right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) right. I'm so used to doing things that are that are not adult, you know, and having kids and everything else. And this is going to be a fun night out. So this is going to be great. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Chris, are you excited to hear my commentary? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nick. boy. I, I am. Oh, boy. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. That's gonna have be you been working on it? Do you, oh, I've been you, working you, on it. So, yeah, you could ask him, my girlfriend. Uh, Watch the Jake Paul fight this past weekend and, you know, I know uh, Dave and Tim were watching it too. I had to watch it by myself, turn the TV on mute, and I was just giving it my best go. So, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for December 16th. Heck yeah. All right, let's talk some chaos. Five and one. We've got an interesting stretch coming up. Uh, we've we've talked about it on the, the shows previous to this. Donovan Mitchell's incredible. Jared Allen's doing well. Mobley's coming into his own. The whole team is just incredibly fun to watch. We've got... I, we got some interesting ones. So Wednesday, we've got Boston. Nick, I, I think you're going to that. I'll be there. You're pumped for That's that. That's no gimme, though. That's that is no gimme. No gimme. No. I get what happened last time in Boston, but that is a good basketball team. That's not a gimme. And then we got Detroit. Oh, is anybody thinking that's a gimme? I don't I mean, think so. I don't, I, don't think so. I don't think anybody was going in thinking that's a gimme. No. I mean, that, but, that was a good battle the last time. And we yeah. knew, I, I mean, going into it, you're just listening to all the commentators say, well, it's the type of game we'll find out what kind of a team we are. Yeah, you know, if we can if we can play them tough, that would be really a nice feather in the cap. Yep. It's like, well, I, I think we could win. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anybody gonna give us a chance? And sure enough, you know what happened. So, yeah, I, I think that's gonna be a great game at home. Yes, yeah, so we've got that. We got Detroit. We got both LA teams after that. Obviously, these are on the road. Um, and then we've got Sacramento, and then we've got Golden State to to kind of round out that West Coast trip. What Nick? What's impressed you the most about this Cavs team thus far? 
Yeah, I think it's got to be Donovan Mitchell, right? And and yeah. you know you know yeah. me, Dave. I'm a, yeah. I'm a West Coast basketball savant. Nothing gets me going like staying up till the ten o'clock tips. There's something special about it. We were just talking about it with Tim. There's not much going on in the winter. You stay up late. You watch some basketball. It's been one of my favorite things to do as a kid. So I watched a lot of Donovan Mitchell when he was in Utah, and I knew that he was really good. But the Cleveland fan in me said there's no way that a Cleveland sports team brings in a superstar in his prime and it goes off without a hitch. But surely enough, knock on wood, throughout six games, it has gone off without a hitch. And Donovan Mitchell looks like an MVP candidate. I mean, you look at some of these sports books. They had his betting odds before the season at plus 6,000 to win MVP. He's cut that in half. He's plus 3,000 now to win MVP. I think... Everybody nationally is starting to realize how good of a player he is, and it looks like he's becoming even better as a member of the Cavaliers. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the obvious choice. He's been a superstar MVP quality. Look at, this, Chris, some of the role players that have been stepping up. Which was which has been the most surprising to you? Chetty, Lavert, Love, D. Wade, all playing just, pretty well. Yeah, I could say positives about all of those guys, but I'll tell you what, Lavert the other night, uh, between him, forty-one and forty-one, him and Mitchell, yeah, putting together that game where they scored what eighty-one points together, or eighty-two points or something. I mean, that was fantastic, and that's that's the kind of thing. You know, this is really obviously early in the season, and this is a young team, and you've got a lot of new parts. So we knew that there was going to be some time where they're going to be making adjustments, kind of figuring out what their roles are going to be on the team, and how, what that's going to look like. And then you lose Garland that stupid poke in the eye in game yeah. one. So, and you would not have figured that they would be five and one, right? No, I mean, no they're, way. They're, they're just making it up as they go along. Yeah. Essentially at this point, I mean, you don't have enough games played where you really have a fully cooked strategy and they're looking pretty damn good. Looking pretty damn good. I cannot wait to watch this thing progress through the season as you really get down what the rotations are going to look yeah, like yeah. once Garland gets back, um, you know, and you get into a nice flow, boy, this team is going to be something special. I just uh, – I hope this continues because I have been impressed. They have come out – I had a high expectation for this team and kind of unfairly because oh, yeah. I think they overachieved last year. But I still, you know, I figured, okay, if they did what they did last year, um, I, I expect them to t- take that next step, and so far they have been. And, and <laughs> while adding a superstar, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, Nick, this West Coast trip. What are you expecting out of the team? It's tough, bro. You know, you know. Whenever yeah. you go west, it could be. Remember during the championship years. I mean, 2015 through 2018, those West Coast teams will always test you. So just stay afloat. It's a great opportunity, right. and I think JB Bickerstaff does a tremendous job at bringing the guys together. You know, they're they're such a close knit group already. Just keep riding off of that, and you you play some you know rough opponents. I would say throughout that stretch. I mean, the Kings yeah. aren't all that great. How about, I think there's a one in five kid from Akron in Los Angeles that's probably kicking himself a little bit for signing that big extension. So <laughs> I definitely think there's some bottom feeders on that West Coast trip that the Cavs could keep stacking up wins in that win column. Oh boy. 
It's fun. This is a fun week to be in Cleveland. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm excited to see, too, with with just Darius Garland getting back into the fold. Obviously, he's questionable for Wednesday's game against the Boston Celtics, so that means that they're pretty confident that he'll be coming back soon. It all really depends from what I understand about the swelling of that eye. So he's he's excited to be back, and I think it it should just take everything to the next level, right? I also love the element of having the quirky, goofy center Robin Lopez on this team. Rolo. That back that backward shot that he put in. I mean, he gets Chris, on the floor. We, we were at the game watching this and we we're like, yeah. Verizow. It's just yeah. like a clunkier Verizow. And, and he was very clunky. And, and right before he made that shot, Dave, I was saying, I love this guy. I love this guy. And he goes and makes that shot. And it's like, that's why. He's just the goofy. You've always got to have that sideshow Bob type of guy. Yep. And he fits the bill, I think. And I, I love it. The long socks, the <laughs> doesn't care about the hair, doesn't care about, you know, keeping himself, uh, you know, looking like some of these other guys all, all you know, trimming with I don't know, all the latest Nike gear and everything else. He doesn't care about that. He just looks like a rec league player. And he's skilled, too. They understood that they needed a backup center, and they went and got a skilled one. You know, think of last year, some of the guys they went through. They went through Isaiah Hartenstein. They tried that. A couple years back, they tried Ante Zizic. Remember the Moses Moses Brown 10-day contracts from last year? So they've been chipping away at this backup center thing, and, and they finally got a good one. Heck yeah. And we still have Rubio out there at some point too. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much good to come. I when Kevin Love I'm, was was having a great game, last game I think it was. Yeah. Uh he just goes over and hugs Rubio. They're all smiling. I was like, this is gonna be dare I say it, a super duper fun team to watch oh, this. Oh, the meter. I don't have the meter. I don't have the meter. I think the meter has gone away. Oh, come on. Why well, we'll bring it back at some point. All right. We'll just right, bring Nick. the angry Ken meter over here. We'll just turn <laughs> it around for the Cavs and make it a fun meter. His meter, believe it or not, is still angry. Somehow, some way. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's aggravated slash angry. angry. I, I haven't watched the show yet, but I, yeah. I'm sure I'll find out why. Oh, before we end the show, by the way, I just wanted to throw this out there. Chris, I don't know if you saw my bet, but I finally hit a bet. I live <laughs> bet the... <laughs> thank you, thank you. Let's take a moment. Finally hit one. Live betted the over of the Browns Bengals game when it was 0 0. Was that after the first quarter? Was it 0 0? That was an uber confident bet. It was 30. Wow. I was like, this is going to (laughs) hit. And I can't wait to share more of these when we have a sportsbook sponsor, which I believe will be coming up here in the very, very near future. So that's exciting as well. Dun, dun, dun. Speaking of oh. announcements like Nick. All right, let's call it a show. Nick, you take us out. You got the cool graphic in the back there. All right, love it. Thank you guys so much for watching another episode of the Big Play Reflog Show. Huge thanks to Shaq News. Go check them out. All the best video game content online. ShaqNews.com is the place to be. Go drink some Labatt. Huge thanks to TSECleveland.com. Follow them on Twitter at TSECleveland and subscribe to the Big Play Reflog YouTube channel. We're giving away a ton of signed Browns merchandise. You don't want to miss any of that and also get your tickets eventbrite.com slash newhouse boxing it's big play boxing december 16th westlake ohio you don't want to miss it be there and we'll see you there peace out
It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world! The Big Play Reflux Show! 